0: Hello and welcome to The Ojo Show, where we talk strategy, tips and honest advice on how to play the most popular casino games. I'm Dan Grant and I've been playing casino games and working in the industry for 20 years, so I've been on both sides of the table. In this podcast series, I want to share everything I've learned to get you a fairer deal, the lowest house edge possible and hopefully some better results too. This episode is all about the best way to play your hand of blackjack. Basic strategy is actually anything but basic, and it's by far the most important thing you can learn when you're playing blackjack. I'm going to try not to nerd out on the finer points of blackjack strategy too much. I just want to give you a sense of what it is and how valuable it can be. If then you want to know more about basic strategy and really learn how to apply it when you play, go and read my strategy guide on the PlayOjo blog. Now, I really enjoy learning about basic strategy far more than card counting which is a bit of a grind and it's actually not that hard to become an expert blackjack player and i love knowing that i was playing as good as anyone at the table or even in the world actually Um, and if i can persuade you to give basic strategy go then my work here is done. Now one thing before we get started um, you can get a pretty good idea of how blackjack strategy works without having a chart in front of you but it's a lot easier if you've got one to hand. Uh, you can click the link in the episode description or go to playojo.com slash blog look for the blackjack section and then head for the strategy guide. Before we get into blackjack strategy, I want to give you a little bit of background. Uh, blackjack is a game of luck and skill, and how much skill you have directly translate to how much money you get back when you play. But what does skill mean in the context of blackjack? Well... Blackjack is all about making the correct mass decision and letting luck take care of itself. In every hand, you'll have at least two options, usually hit and stand, and you might even have up to five if you can double split or surrender. Some options are better than others, and knowing which ones to take is where the skill comes in. And because there's skill involved... That means the house edge is actually variable. Every casino will bang on about how blackjack has the lowest house edge possible of all casino games and how their game has a house edge of about, well, a European blackjack game will will typically have a house edge of about 0.7%, but for the purposes of this episode, we'll call it half a percent. But you'll only get half a percent house edge if you play perfectly in reality we're talking about a game with a house edge of between half a percent and maybe even five percent. Now, the worst blackjack player in the world might play within a house edge of over five percent but that's pretty hard to do because most players even if they don't know what they're doing aren't going to hit on 20 to make 21 and they're not going to stand on seven or eight um, so most blackjack players are probably getting something in the region of two percent house edge which is still four times higher than it needs to be. So the only way you can make sure and guarantee that you are getting the house edge that the casino advertises is to follow basic strategy to a T and that means eliminating or or minimizing as much as possible your mistakes. But what is the point of basic strategy? Well, it's not going to help you win any single hand of blackjack because there's too much luck involved in one hand. But you can nudge the odds a little further in your direction, but you'll really only notice the impact of making good strategy decisions over thousands of blackjack hands. But, you know, it's still worth learning because, you know, you might play semi regularly, but over your lifetime, you'll easily play, you know, thousands of hands. So yes, there is skill in blackjack, but there's a lot more luck. And if you're only ever going to play a few hands of blackjack, basic strategy isn't going to make any difference. But if you do play fairly often, then basic strategy can have a massive impact on your results. Let's get into what basic strategy actually is by looking at a common blackjack scenario. You've been dealt 4-4 and the dealer has a 6. What would you do in this situation? Well, you've got four options. Stand, hit, you can double and because you have a pair, you can also split. Now, let's imagine that you've bet one pound. We actually know from computer simulations exactly what the average return is for each of these different options. Now, as it happens, obviously you're never going to stand on an eight against a six because you can't bust yet, so you might as well hit. But for the sake of correctness, we know that standing will cost you money over the long run and you'll lose about 15p of your one pound stake. If you hit, you make a profit of around 12p. If you double, you'll make a profit of around 10p. And if you split, you'll make 16p. So we know that on average, splitting is the most profitable move. Hitting is next. Doubling is still profitable, but the least of those three options. And standing is terrible and will lose you money. That is basically blackjack strategy in a nutshell. Knowing the average profit or loss for each decision and taking the best route. Basic strategy is actually a set of around 280 rules that covers every possible situation you can come across in blackjack. Playing without basic strategy, I feel, is a bit like driving a Formula One car with a sofa stuck on top. You can still drive pretty fast, but it will cost you time and it will cost you extra fuel. No one can tell you what to do with the blackjack table, and you might even win a hand of blackjack regardless of whether you follow the best strategy or not, but some decisions are financially better for you than others. How do we know this? Well, in the 1960s, math professors were able to use far more powerful computers for the first time and they could simulate blackjack hands millions of times over to determine what the average profit or loss was going to be. So they came up with a set of rules and it's still the best advice there is because blackjack basically hasn't changed in the last 50 years, probably won't change in the next 50 or 500 years either. So what does basic strategy actually cover well if you can imagine the number of possible starting hands that we as a player can have that's anything from 2 right up to 21 and the dealer can have anything from 2 right up to ace so already you've got quite a lot of combinations that we have to address also you can have a soft hand that's one with an ace and you can also have a pair and they have to be played slightly differently too so you've got almost 300 different combinations of player hands and dealer up cards so how are you actually going to display those in a way that is usable and memorable and that's where a basic strategy chart comes in handy A blackjack chart is a grid that contains all possible moves whatever scenario you're facing. Along the top of the chart you'll see all the possible dealer up cards and they have a massive impact on how we play our hand because if the dealer has a strong first card like a 9 or a 10 or an ace they're more likely to go on to make a stronger hand so we're going to need to make a strong hand too. If the dealer has a weak first card like a 5 or a 6 they're more likely to bust and we shouldn't take any risks because we won't usually need a stronger hand to win. Now, each square of the grid contains a letter, and this is the recommended move. So, H is for hit, S is for stand, D is for double, um, and because we've already used S, uh, split is represented by P. So, how do we use the chart? Well, to find the recommended move in a particular situation, you find your hand down the left-hand side, and the dealer's up card at the top, and then you find the square of the grid where the two meet. Blackjack charts are really as simple as that. But the problem is how do you use it when you're in a live blackjack situation? You can print it out and have it next to your computer or even take it with you to the casino. It's, you know, not against the rules, but ideally you want to be able to memorize it um, and then use it in the future and recall the right move anytime you need to. And for me, the best way to learn how to use a blackjack strategy chart is just to practice in. Online is perfect for that. I mean, you can even play for free and you have the chart next to you and you just refer every time you have a decision to the chart and then you just keep doing it until it becomes second nature and really you know you don't need to learn all 280 moves you get the main decisions right you're getting most of the benefit of blackjack strategy um, and you'll get close to the advertised house edge no single mistake is ever going to cost you that much in blackjack in the long run you just need to cut out as many errors as possible Let's briefly get into some of the individual strategies that you'll find in the chart. Now, if you look near the bottom of the chart, you'll see the section that deals with splitting pairs. There are three reasons to split a pair. One is to turn a bad hand, like a pair of eights, which is worth 16, into two potentially better hands. Another is to double your stake against a bad dealer hand. Um, And the third is aces, which are a bit of a special case because it might look good to have a pair of aces but you're not playing texas Hold'em here in blackjack they're worth two or twelve if you split them you get the best possible starting hand which is 11 aside from blackjack so but just remember when you do split a pair of aces normally you would only get one more card the casino is sadly not a charity there are about 50 instances in the chart where you should split most of these are against weak dealer hands like six or less there are some kind of obscure recommendations for splitting which i don't think most blackjack players would probably know something like a pair of threes worth six against a seven for example um but if you don't want to memorize them all then just remember the most famous rules of thumb for splitting pairs which is always split a pair of aces Always split a pair of 8s and never split a pair of 5s. They're worth 10. Even if the dealer has a 6, there's no point getting greedy and taking a risk you don't need to. Now let's look at doubling. Doubling is a huge part of blackjack strategy because it's your chance to up your stake when you're ahead in the hand. Now their typical blackjack chart tells us to double usually when we've got 11 or 10 and the dealer has slightly less. Um, there's another type of situation where doubling is the strongest move and that is when you've got certain soft hands so that's ace and another card you can't bust so it's kind of like a free chance to increase your bet when the dealer has a bad card and a typical example is something like ace four which is five or fifteen against a six because the dealer's is going to bust around 40 42 percent of the time so it basically doesn't matter what we have um we can go ahead and double our five or fifteen ideally we'll pull a small card and we'll actually improve our hand but we can even draw a 10 and make hard 15 and have to stand um, and still go on and win the hand if the dealer busts hitting and standing These basically make up most of a blackjack chart. And these are the decisions you're going to be making almost all of the time when you're at the table. I'm definitely not going to go into 200 examples of hitting or standing. You can go and take a look at those yourself. But basically, you're going to get a good idea by practicing and using a blackjack chart of the best approach to the game. You will find out when to take risks and try and improve your hand and when it's best to stick with what you've got and force the dealer to make a hand that's better. There's a couple of other areas that I haven't covered yet. One is surrendering and one is insurance. If you play American Blackjack, which has the surrender rule, um, make sure you find the right chart for that set of rules. There are basically only two times that you should ever surrender your hand, which means once you've been dealt your starting hand, you can toss it in and immediately lose half of your stake you might wonder why you'd want to do that but uh, but the math tells us that if you've got 15 or 16 against a strong dealer hand like an ace or a 10 it's better to just give up half of your stake in the hand rather than play on because on average you'd lose more than half your stake um in terms of insurance that is a side bet not part of your main hand so it's not really covered in a strategy chart and really there's only one strategy for insurance and that's don't ever take it you know unless you've got a crystal ball you're basically just guessing whether the deal is going to make blackjack or not and um at seven percent house edge, you're paying a pretty high price mm-hmm now you know what blackjack strategy is go get yourself the right chart for the type of game you're playing keep practicing and you'll be playing perfectly in no time thanks for listening join me in the next episode where i'll be running down the most common blackjack mistakes and how you can avoid making them see you next time